0: ransomware quickly changed from, you know, clicking on the wrong link and instantly your computer systems are locked up and your server files are gone and it's now changing to where those threat actors are in your system waiting watching your backups.
1: From Ray & Associates Studio, this is Unsuitable, a management and financial services podcast for entrepreneurs, tenured business leaders, and others who are ready to look beyond the suit-and-tie culture for meaningful, measurable results. I'm Doug Hauser. On this weekly podcast, thought leaders and business professionals break down complicated and mundane topics and give you the tips and insight you actually need to grow as a leader while helping your organization to grow and thrive. If you haven't already, hit the subscribe button so you don't miss future episodes. And if you want access to even more information, show notes, and exclusive content, visit our website at www.raycpa.com podcast and sign up for updates. Back in March, we learned a lot about the difference between managed service providers, MSPs, versus managed security service providers, MSSPs. Today, Jorn Backstrom and Sean Richardson are back to talk about the operational differences between the two, and whether the service provider you're currently working with is focused on helping you hunt problems in your business, or threats. Welcome back to Unsuitable, Jorn and Sean. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having us. So, Jorn, I just learned you've got this awesome nickname called the Network Assassin. I got I got to find out how'd you get that nickname. Now, come on. Please, please share.
0: Well, all of Ray Cyber seems to have a, a, a nickname of some sort, and uh, Sean or Big Rich, as he's called, uh, it seems to doll out the nicknames pretty, uh, yeah, pretty good. Yeah,
2: comes comes from my military background. You don't, you don't, you're never called by your first name. You're never Got called. It. You know, yeah. So, right. gets
1: nickname. So, what would what would mine be? Uh, probably the house. Yeah, that, that's what everybody. What I was called, I was yeah, the house. Yeah, the house. That, that, that's similar to what, uh, at, at least the PC version of of what. Right, folks right. Call me. absolutely. Uh, we'll we'll leave it there. But no, in all seriousness, I appreciate you guys being on because this is um such an important topic and one obviously we're dealing more and more with. I mean, you see just all this stuff in the news. It's like every day we've got. You know, pipeline and, and gas supply was held for ransomware and, you know, you go back to solar winds, and, you know, the Target uh, retail attack a number of years ago and all this stuff. And it's, it's everywhere. And it's certainly reaching down into what I would call owner managed businesses, middle market businesses, our clients that are, you know, 5 million, 25 million, 50 million. 100 million in revenue, uh, they're targets every day and very vulnerable yeah. because they don't necessarily have the systems, processes, procedures, uh, precautions in place. So, but a lot of them, you know, we go out and see, I know when I talk to them, they say, oh, well, I've got this, uh, we got this managed service provider that that takes care of stuff for us and, and we're fine, right? You guys probably no. hear this all the time. So, yeah. you know, when you hear that, you probably cringe a little bit, where, Sean, where do you start when you, when you hear that? You say, you know, gosh, well, okay, but, you know, where, where does that go?
2: So, great question. I, I, you know, for us, we, we really want to learn about who is supporting them, right? And, and, and more importantly, we want to understand, you know, are they doing what they say they're going to do? Uh, or are they simply signing a contract and keeping the lights on and the network connected and computers running and stuff like that? You know, um Jorn has been a, a you know an IT services uh, supporting person, like just in, in his own right for literally the last you know 19, 20 years. You know, he came over from a, a, an acquisition within the last year. And and so he he has seen this to, you know, firsthand. I don't know, Jordan, maybe you can add some some
0: insight to that. Uh, Yeah, yeah. So I came from basically a a managed service provider role for small businesses, uh, IT consulting. And my job was to just keep the lights on, uh, keep the hardware functioning properly, sometimes monitor the performance of the hardware in the network, fix hardware software issues on servers and, and computers. That's not enough anymore, really, because because of the threat landscape and the ever evolving technology and the threat actors and we're always at risk they're always trying to get in and 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 the mssp model is is there to help prevent prevent those uh those actions by the threat actors
1: so then you talk about that managed security service provider you know that that extra s in there they're not just uh sort of there as a, a reactive problem solver, you're also being a little more proactive, correct? Is that, is that right, Jorn?
0: Yeah, very much so. M- much
1: more proactive
0: with regard to intrusion prevention, next generation firewalls, vulnerability scanning, um, and, and basically having an eye on the network at all times. Because you know you had mentioned ransomware earlier, ransomware quickly changed from you know clicking on the wrong link and instantly your computer systems are locked up and your server files are gone and 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 it's now changing to where those threat actors are in your system waiting watching your backups monitoring those backups and as you're creating those backups they're there to encrypt them and so they're they're waiting in the background for the perfect time to encrypt everything, and and wow. it's no longer, you know, uh, I clicked on a link. Now my files are encrypted. Okay, pull a, pull a cold storage or an offline backup, and let's restore them. Because if you don't have the monitoring in place, those encrypt those backups are now encrypted too. So,
1: wow, that's that's scary. Get it is so Sean, where where do then we start with a, a client in terms of say, an assessment or, or you know what what's a typical kind of opening salvo as it were to try to get somebody where, where they need to be?
2: Absolutely. yeah. So we lead with our cyber risk assessment. we call it it's, a, it's a, an, an information security risk assessment. We, we have a couple of different levels. We have our Ignite program. We typically like to, like to lead with that because what, what that means is that program is all-encompassing. So the very first phase is we've established right away that the, the client doesn't have a framework or some sort of control framework in place, right? So we, we will help them build that. And, and in phase one, we identify right away the things that are hot, sharp, and dangerous within the environment and we help them fix them. We don't just hand them a report and say, hey, oh, by the way, you've got this door and open door. Be, I mean, and be that conduct unbecoming to us. Like, like and, and oftentimes what happens is organizations will just hand them a report and say, here are your problems, fix them you know, right. and then, and they're out, right? And so what the difference is, is we start to answer your question directly Is we start with identifying those risks right away with a cyber, cyber information security risk assessment.
1: Gotcha. And so how long might that take for a typical, say $20 million a year owner managed, you know, private business? And
2: Yeah. So, so it depends on size, obviously, yeah. uh,
1: um, you know, and complexity,
2: but average is about eight weeks. And, okay. and a lot of, a lot of folks would be like, man, that seems like a long, a long time. How's it going to affect my operation? Uh, are, are we going to have people in there stopping business, you know, this, that, and the other. And, and the answer is no. Um, we, we do it in a way where it's, it's, it's hands on, we're coming in, we're having conversations with the, the stakeholders within the business and an identif- identifying how they have their hands into, you know, the information systems, how they're connected, you know, how the software interacts with each uh, with each of the systems, whether it's a manufacturer or whether it's a healthcare organization or what have you. So typically it's, it's about an eight week process for for an organization of about that size.
1: Yeah, and it's pretty reasonable, I, I think I've found for our clients, you know, we obviously have that in mind, you know, in, in terms of cost and time, just to get that kind of initial assessment and some of those- of course. Remedies uh, put in place, so. Yeah, we,
2: we had a client yesterday where, I, you know, he, we presented, just being transparent, we presented the Ignite program to him, and, and we later learned that he was a little bit more mature they were just a little bit more mature than than we than we originally thought when we first met with them, and so I, I just shared with them, "I'm like, well, well, why don't we just do a, a risk assessment for you and let's find what what open holes are there if there are any and help you tie that back to a, a framework and, and controls." And just like, "Oh man, yeah, so that's that's what I'm looking for, right?"
1: Absolutely, yeah. So it's it's uh, certainly customized in that sense. So yep, absolutely. Jorn, getting back to okay, the managed service provider uh, (MSP) versus the the managed security service provider. What are you know? We talked a little bit about what they uh, are looking for and how they act, but what are the operational differences between those two types of organizations?
0: Yeah, I mean, what I mentioned earlier, the the MSP is there to to fix things, uh, to fix uh, you know, keep the lights on fixed hardware, software issues like that, uh, where MSSP, they're really giving you visibility into your network, visibility into the data that's traversing the network, visibility into the applications, whether good or bad applications that are on that network. And so, for example, one of the tools we use and and one of the hardware providers we like to use is is Fortinet. Um, And they have a thing called the Forda fabric. And what that does, it basically puts a layer over your network. It identifies all devices, all networking devices, everything software related on the network and gives you that one one view basically of the network security, which is really critical in in today's age uh, and crucial for businesses.
1: Oh, absolutely. So, if I'm a typical business out there, how can I how can I tell which one I'm dealing with? You know, somebody might say, "Well, yes, I'm an MSSP," but they're really not getting that level of of service. Is there a way for for me to tell that? Probably
2: required to have a conversation with a trusted advisor. I would think, you know, without calling any back out or any specific type of business. I mean. Simply put, it's it's what what what's in the contract? What are you providing for us from a, a coverage perspective? And, and I'll be frank, like uh, there are some MSPs that do security well. Cybersecurity falls into IT services realm, right? Yeah. Um, you know, everybody it, it sees something, say something. It it has a, a within even within the NIST cybersecurity framework that's a part of that. And so that being said, the MSPs should you know an owner rather uh, or a business a stakeholder should make sure that what they say is in the contract that they're doing is is exactly what they're doing more importantly are they being proactive are they coming to the business and saying hey look we see something going on we want to validate this with you can we jump on a call or can we come in and and have a conversation with you about versus something happens and then they call their help desk or Mm. they call the there's a huge there's a stark difference operational difference there right yeah and uh, and so I think I think that's that word those words of advice and those those um, pointers uh, for business owners are are important
1: yeah so then how you, you, you kind of got into this a little bit Sean but right. how are those services delivered you know in, in terms of the the difference uh, there right?
2: Right, so, so in most cases, both an MSP and an MSSP, a security provider and a managed, managed service provider have different levels of support, tier one, tier two, tier three. The differences, the key differences, again, we're talking about problem management versus preventative and, and forward thinking and, and, and actually going out and finding, hunting, is there a potential problem? Simply put though, a uh, security organization is primarily focused on indicators of compromise. You know, an event happens within a piece of software, an event happens with uh, an email system or, or whatever the case may be, or the, the, the endpoint protection. Those indicators could all tie into something that, that, that breaks the network or that potentially causes harm to uh, the data within the network. We are, we're a data-first organization, so it's always about what data you have, Where's it going? Who owns it, and so on.
1: Absolutely. So
2: the biggest key difference is is just that they're looking at the, how can we prevent something happening versus just keeping the lights on and um, looking. And again, just to be clear, you know, so there's no ambiguity. Managed service providers have a, a form of cybersecurity, you know, in and out of their their business. They're required to ensure that they keep up with their um, security posture as well.
1: Yeah. Interesting. So Jorn, what about the difference, you know, and we see this a lot, we still have a lot of clients that, you know, maybe they have their own servers. Uh, they're not in the cloud. So they think, "Hey, well, maybe I'm, I'm less vulnerable in that sense because my information isn't out there everywhere. Talk a little bit about maybe the difference in threat levels or between MSP and MSSP that you might deal with in a Dedicated server environment versus a cloud environment.
0: Uh, right. So, you know, some people think that you know I have everything in house and I don't put anything out on the cloud, but and and so they're not at risk. But but everybody's at risk. Everyone's a target. If your network's connected to the internet, you're a target and you're uh, you're at risk because of that. Really, the only way to not be at risk would be to disconnect from the internet and and never use portable storage. And that's just not—it's not functional and not possible in today's age. You know, the threats are are ever evolving, faster and faster, just like technology. I mean, everybody, everybody knows technology changes almost daily. You know, and uh, yeah, and so the the threats and the threat actors—they're they're changing daily too. So it's more reason to you know get an MSSP involved so you have that insight.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and. Uh, and so unless you're totally off the grid, right. in, r- in reality, you're, you're, you know, that and there's there's only a few of those those folks out there that the real doomsday preppers, I guess. Right. But uh, yeah. well, Sean, talk a little bit about the cloud. Then most most folks have either they have moved or they're thinking about it. So, sure. what does that present to a company in terms of either a additional protection or b additional risk? And how does that change maybe the relationship I should have with an MSSP?
2: Yeah, so that's a great question. Uh, you know, simply put, it, it's all centered around uh, your data and the controls you have around the data. What data is going into this cloud application, or maybe it's private cloud versus public cloud? And so that's a mouthful. Uh, and so, so the clear difference is is public cloud is an example is is um, Amazon Web Services, um, and so that's a, that's a public cloud offering. Uh, a private cloud offering would be uh, very similar services, but in a, a lockdown facility offered by a, a, a trusted provider, a trusted trusted service provider that that has all of their struct their infrastructure to include uh, all of the the backups it are are mirrored and there's disaster recovery in play and, um, and that's, that's all hosted in a, in a private area that, that has its own uh, different stock levels and, and, and its own set, set of levels and controls as well. So the question it then lies is what do you need to look at as it relates to risk? Uh, they, they all have risk as it relates to where, you know, where you're interacting with them, how they're monitored as it relates to the identities that are accessing them. So Doug. Hauser, Backstrom, uh, you know, all, all the different users that interact with that cloud application or that cloud instance, that has to have a set of controls around it. And so it's important to, it, it's really in essence, it's, it's the same whether it's on premise or in the cloud. Um, there are some items uh, to operate a, a little a, a little bit quicker and and, and easier. But um, you know, simply put, a, a organization should still perform some sort of assessment or some sort of analysis on how they're interacting interacting with their cloud applications.
1: And Jorn too, I know you've, you've probably had experience with this. If you're doing these types of preventative measures if you've got an MSSP where they're they're both threat and problem hunting uh, you got these proper processes and procedures in place that's going to help you mitigate not only the the risk of some event happening but I would think it means a lot in terms of insurance and and all those things as well right cyber insurance and and that type of thing certainly
0: yeah, I've, I've never dealt with the insurance side of it, but I'm I'm sure it would reduce your cost insurance. Absolutely, if, if you have cyber insurance to begin with, some companies uh, don't even have it and uh, are uh, treading on thin ice. So yeah, yeah. more and
2: more, I, and I can elaborate on that. So so more and more today, that even the insurance companies that provide that service, they're expecting their clients even to provide with them with some sort of formal written you know, documentation that shows that they have some sort of controls in place Mm. because they need to understand how much risk they have and they're taking on when they're writing that business. Right. And, and, and so in essence, what you're, what you, what we're saying there is, is, is it's best that you have that, those ducks in a row already, so that when you go and have a conversation with a cyber, you know, cyber insurance organization, you can, uh, you 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 can let them know that, hey, look, we've got an organization that comes in and does a risk assessment annually. Uh, we have a security, a, a virtual security officer that that is on staff. You know, things like that.
1: Yeah, that's very important. Uh, certainly. Well, I would urge anybody, obviously, to. Contact our team, uh, Sean and Jorn and Ty and and the whole team. If for nothing else, to come in and do that assessment to understand where your risks lie and uh, help identify where you can improve. And you know these things are important not just for your business today, but as you look for at some point a transition of your of your business, uh, whether it be internal. Uh, or third-party sale, they're going to want to know these things as they, um, absolutely, you know, look at look at that, and the and the better your process and procedures and understanding of the risks in your business are, the more valuable your business becomes. So it's really an investment. So and these guys know their stuff. Believe me. <laughs> So, uh, Sean and Jordan, I know you've got additional resources for us, and you recently did a webinar uh, on this topic as well. Can you talk a little bit about that here uh, before we wrap up? Yeah,
2: so um, very, uh, very similar topic, and um, and frankly, we're we're just driving home the importance of of you know establishing a a, a relationship with a, a trusted advisor that that is going to to lead you in a direction that's going to like you you just mentioned that's going to grow your business right uh, and and it's it's the investment that you want to take and in, in, in putting your best foot forward to reduce the risk within your business you know uh, one of the modern day threat mitigation and uh, and uh, prevention is risk reduction like like why would you not consider having a conversation with somebody about how could we can identify and close the the, the doors that are open for you you know so. Uh, one of the biggest uh, takeaways that you'll find out of this, and and, on, and also on our webinar, is our next step is is like how does threat hunting uh, differ from IT managed within IT managed services and managed uh, security services? You know the problem and events that go on versus the actually going out and looking at events that are going on and correlating them to a potential future problem. So we're excited about that. We're uh, you know, the date, we'll post the date here, uh, in the future, but uh but that's uh, that's the next step.
1: Awesome! Well, it's good stuff. I think it's always important to keep on top of this, obviously, and uh, uh make sure that we're protected as best as, as we can and understand those risks. So, Sean and Jorn, uh, thank you both, and uh, we'll look forward to having you on again soon. Thank you, thank you, Doug. Absolutely. Uh, and if you want more business tips and insight or to hear previous episodes of Unsuitable, visit our podcast page at www.raycpa.com slash podcast. And while you're there, sign up for exclusive content and show notes. Thanks for listening to this week's show. Be sure to subscribe to Unsuitable on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you're listening to us right now, including YouTube. I'm Doug Hauser. Join us next week for another Unsuitable interview from an industry professional.